This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, The Prophecy 2. Evil has declared war again. You're the evil war. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. Hotlanta. And I'm Troy. And we watched another prophecy movie. Prophecy because, movie. It's not another one for me. It's just the one so far. Yeah, because I requested three in a row. I weren't there, dog. Yeah, and then I forced it to be five because I'm a jerk yes. ass. Chris is a jerk ass. He's always jerking ass. Yeah. Oh. I'm often pulling on donkeys. <laughs> That's why he's had so many concussions because of all the kicks to the head. Yeah, you think after the first couple I'd stop pulling from the back, but you I don't learn after, so good. You think after like the first fifty you'd stop, but you just keep getting concussions. Well, now you can't remember not to do it anymore because of all the concussions. Sexually attracted to concussions. <laughs> I need at least one just to get me back That's to normal. The only thing that gets him where he's going. He's got to get lead in his pencil, dog. He got his brain. His brain got knocked off its axis. Yep. He's like, man, I can't get no boners. I need to get kicked in the head by a donkey. Yeah, not a mule. I'm not some no. kind of monster. You're not a poser, no. a poser or a monster. You only have to get kicked in the head by a donkey to get a boner. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> uh, where we're watching a movie. Donkey boners. Where we, I mean, where we, where we watched that movie. Yeah. Yes. How does this movie start, Chris? From the beginning. John Amplis and all that mess. Yes, John Amplis and the like. Well, this one starts off with a lady. Yep. And she's driving down the road. Yep. Driving like a lady does when she's going down the road. And uh, a guy just falls from somewhere into her car. You know, sky yeah. people. He jumps out in front of his car, her car, from the top. Yeah. Of the car? Of the world. <laughs> from the top of what? And she gets rushed to hospital. Yes. Where is we found out that she is a nurse. Doctorb? Yeah, yes. The Doctorb put them back together. Like Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. Except he didn't fall off of a wall. He fell from the sky to a vehicle. And it seems like they're sweet on each other, which she meets up to apologize for even though hitting him with a car. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite the meat cute there. <laughs> yeah. Tell us the story about how you hit him with a car again, Ma. <laughs> oh, shit. They stole it from Back to the Future. I guess they kind of did. <laughs> His name was Calvin Klein. Fucking robbers. <laughs> they stole it. And meanwhile... In a parking lot. There's a dog. Yeah. And uh There but, was a dog but, in the parking but lot. But this dog does not piss fire. That is Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Cause every time I imagine this movie, the dog like pees fire and it causes a chasm to open up in the the concrete and up comes somebody. But no, that's not what happens. Have you been kicked in the head by a donkey? It wasn't Christopher. He ain't got no boners. It if I have, uh, I don't remember. I could recommend it if you haven't. 
for boners. I mean, maybe I have. Maybe I have it. I don't remember. It's not for boners. That is just a, a great side effect. It's why you do it. <laughs> it's the Viagra of hooved animals. Well, I guess you're right. <laughs> it's really the concussion that you're into. Mm-hmm. So, uh... They couldn't afford Vito Morganson, I guess, so we just have a guy from behind in Vito Morganson's outfit from the last movie. Yeah, yeah. He, he's dressed like Lucifer, and presumably is Lucifer, but there's never a face shown. He was made of crows. Yeah, that's how you could tell he's Lucifer, because he's made of crows. Yep. That's canon in this movie series. But, a, but apparently, uh, hell wasn't big enough for both him and Gabriel. So he causes the cement to open the, the asphalt to open up and spew forth Gabriel. Yeah, which really, really sounds like a uh, oh shit! How do we write ourselves out of this? Because Christopher Walken is kind of this movie. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, we do also see a scene where Thomas has been writing like all kinds of like stuff in a monastery. Except for that totally is not Elias Cody as playing Thomas. Yeah, he's also like... the actors, huh? He's, uh... He always missing is, like, the red string going from thing to thing. Yeah. yeah. To signify full-on crazy mode. The old thing-to-thing <laughs> string. Yeah. He hasn't gone full Charlie Day yet. And he's, uh... He's hoot-hollering about the, uh... Gabriel coming back. Yeah. And then Gabriel comes back. Yeah. Via asphalt crack. To hell. Back by the crack. And meanwhile, back in the hospital. Yes. The uh the guy what got hit by the car. Mm-hmm. We we learned he is an angel because he's got the neck brand. Yes. And he's entertaining the hospital children by doing the balance all weird on the back of a chair thing. He was doing his, yeah. chair, his chair tricks. The perch on any object trick. <laughs> I wonder if he could perch on the head of a pin. That would be pretty impressive. But would also answer that question. I guess so. One. One would be the yeah, answer. One. One and it ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah and so they kind of talk and he's like you know hey you know i'm gonna be checking out soon but uh do you mind if i walk you home yeah and she's like tee yeah that'd be great so they uh they walk home have a little chat she invites him in for coffee, coffee. And intercourse. Well, in Luke Cage, uh, coffee is is code for intercourse. So the they go in and have the sexy times, which I yep. didn't. I didn't think angels had had genitalia. No, they are described as hermaphrodites in the first movie, Chris. Oh, so they got both. They have both. They just mashed and it all together. It's fine. They're multi. They're multi-purpose. And uh, but he does like very explicitly get consent. <laughs> like he's like, "Do you accept me?" And she's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Do you accept me?" And she's like, 
Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, we're, I'm we're, naked underneath of you, like trying to pull you onto me. That generally is described as, yeah, that's generally the enough to give the guy the idea. But if you need consent, sure. I also thought that was bizarrely unnecessary consent. I mean, good for them for, you know, like consent is good. Right, Always sure. have consent, but, but yeah, like he was like very emphatic about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and apparently angel sex makes you have weird visions, which I yes. guess it makes tracks. sense. Yeah, I mean, I know when the donkey kicks me, I have weird visions. So maybe <laughs> yeah. the donkey's an angel. Do you have visions of angels being impaled on uh, on stakes and stuff? Uh, no, mostly donkey related stuff. But <laughs> okay, donkeys impaled on <laughs> yeah, do- donkeys with wings being impaled on stakes. They don't have eyes. <laughs> Donkeys flying through heaven. It's the donkey apocalypse. <laughs> and uh, her grandma, for whatever reason, yes, her abuela decides to check out what she's up to in the middle of the night. She sees all of their nudity. Yeah, it's it's weird. And the angel guy, he just fucks off afterwards. Yeah, he had already like left by the time Grandma Bye. checks on her, and he heads back to dilapidated warehouse where he lives. Yes, and meets up with his buddy, another angel. Danzig. Isn't that Danzig? No, his buddy's not Danzig. Oh, okay. The other one is Danzig. Yeah, the other. Guy. He's just like a Danzig lookalike. Like those two, I had so much trouble telling them apart because they they all had long hair and like scruffy goatees. And they were white and skinny. And I'm like, great. Okay, so you're just all the same person? I'm confused. One of their hair was about 17 shades darker of black. That one was dancing. Yeah. That's okay. all I could tell who was who. He was the one that was fighting with the the main angel guy. He got the black Daniel? heart ripped out yeah. of him. So, uh, anyway... He meets up with his angel buddy, and he's like, so did you do the thing? He's like, yeah. And he's like, well, it took you long enough. Said, yeah, but I was supposed to, like, she's supposed to be into it. She accepted. I done asked yeah. her, like, four or five times. <laughs> he's like, are you sure now? He's like, yes, I am still still accept you. Keep are going. Are you still sure? <laughs> Have you changed your mind in the last couple of seconds? What about now? How about now? Are you still sure? Do you accept me now? What Good. about now? And uh, all of a sudden, Daniel's angel senses start tingling, so he leaps out of the window. Tingle. Yeah. <laughs> and catches a dancing angel and in midair, and they slam into a giant console television from the 70s in an alleyway. That's pretty dope, dog. <laughs> yeah. And a second angel shows up and starts chasing around Daniel's buddy. Other guy. Yeah. Yeah, other guy. And he gets dispatched on a rooftop because turns out Daniel's buddy has twin angel stabbing daggers. <laughs> Don't I, you? I mean, they're good for whatever. Yeah, they're, I mean, he slices tomatoes. They slice tomatoes really good, too. Maybe just one angel at a time. Uh, I've never tried more than one. I don't know. 
Maybe you should. Maybe you they should. They slice and they dice. They, they, they also make Julian prize. They buy donkeys all the time and kill an angel, a couple of them. So, uh, Daniel's buddy takes one of the angel guys out on the roof. And Daniel and Danzig are fighting to the death. Daniel removes Danzig's heart. It's black and drippy. Yeah, just like Imagine I always that. thought it would. And uh, the whole time they're having their scrap, I there's... I can see the uh, meeting, Danzig's. Can my heart be black? No, blacker. Can it be blacker? How about blacker? It's not blacker black than enough. It's not black enough. <laughs> you have to make a new black to make it black enough. Make it blacker yeah. than the blackest black that you blacked. And the whole time they're having their scrap, there's a homeless girl in a bathtub watching. (laughs) Which is pretty good. And as soon as they like, as soon as like someone's heart gets ripped out, she's like, as soon as Danzig's heart gets ripped out, she like screams and runs off. Yeah, what's her problem? Yeah, and she never seen a guy's heart get ripped out in an alleyway. Yeah, (laughs) boring. Are you even homeless? Yeah, this is your first day. Yes. And uh, Gabriel shows up after all this nonsense is gone. And he's like, hey, man, what's up? I know what's going on. You made the you made the, the thing with the lady. They made Whoopi. The, the Nephilim? Yeah. And I'm not mad about it. Just come on back to team my side. And everything's going to be cool, man. Team anti-monkey. Yeah. But he does not want to, Daniel. He's like, nah, I'm going to go ahead and not do that. It's like, nah, bro. Yeah, nah, fam, they ain't getting kicked in the head by a donkey. I don't want that. <laughs> and he runs off. And uh, Gabriel is like, well, we're a couple of men down. I guess I need to restock the uh, supplies. I need me a zombie. Yeah. He's got to kill more corpses. To live. And luckily enough, there happened to be two people in a car. Jonathan! Yeah. And And Ty. Ty West. (laughs) And they've made your classic lover's pack to slam their car into a wall at high speed so they both die because reasons... Because they're not allowed to be together, so they're going to be together in death. But they've also have drawn in chalk on the wall, Izzy and Jonathan forever. Yeah, it's a real Romeo and Juliet story, except for not really like that. Yes, quite touching. (laughs) And so they, uh... (laughs) My emotions are bad. Go ahead, Chris. (laughs) So they slam into the wall, but uh, only Jonathan gets taken out. Yeah, he's DOA. And then Christopher Walken just shows up next to the driver's door and is like, Hey, what's up? You ain't dead, probably. Come on back. Come on, come on, back it up. Back it up. Yeah, back it up, Chris. And she's like, like, whenever whenever he brings someone back, from the brink of death, like they start crying. He's always like, Oh, I hate it when they do that. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, like, cause he's like out the window. As soon as she's like caught conscious again, he's like, hi, <laughs> it's pretty good. He's just, 
completely is, does not know how to deal with humans at all. And all of this is because he was trying to hunt down the girl with a dry cleaning. Like, oh yeah, because she had Daniel's coat dry cleaned. Yeah, since you know he got her car all over it, and he couldn't figure out how to work the computer. Well, yeah, well, and he shushed the one guy, the guy who was there working at the computer, and of course he just you know tells him shush, and the guy just collapses because that's my favorite Gabriel trick. Yeah, and I'm glad he does it a lot more. Yeah, then he can't figure out how to, and so like he gets her to, he gets Ty West to uh, to run the uh, the computer for him, and she's like, "You brought me back from the dead because you don't know DOS." Yeah, (laughs) which is a fantastic line. (laughs) And every and everybody under the age of like thirty is going, "What the fuck is DOS?" Or under the age of 40, maybe, at this point? I know what DOS is. Are you under the age of 40? No, sir. Exactly. That's, that's my point. I'm the point. And uh, as all this is going on... Flashdance... has been called to the police station to look at corpses... because the... Uh, the angel guy she hit with her car has been implicated in the heart removal of these guys. Yeah. Also, she found out that she's like, like two days after she had sex, that she's like in her second trimester and pregnant. Yeah. Because her, her grandmother's like, do you have a headache here or here? Does, where's your, where's your stomach ache at here or here? How have you been sleeping? She's Oh, you're pregnant. And she's like, seriously, like I have, I've like slept with like one guy in the last four years, like two days ago. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> nope. The rabbit done died. Angel babies grew fast. Apparently. Seems like it. So she's at the, uh, the police station and, uh, the coroner guy from the first one's there. He calls her into his office. And he's like, hey, hey, uh, look. I've seen this before. I had a buddy. He looked into this stuff. Didn't go well for him. He went crazy. Yeah. And now it was a pile of ash. Oh, he, yeah. Because he, Gabriel showed up at his place. And it was like, hey, what you got going on here? You know, there's a fine line between profit and martyr. It's not that hard to cross. Boom. <laughs> I burnt you up. Yeah. And I thought it was weird that he said he was turned to a pile of ash. And then her response was, what do you mean? Because that is a very ambiguous statement, apparently. <laughs> well, I think the other way like, what do you mean he was ash? turned into a pile of ash? Like, how is that even possible? Fire. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, know. but yeah, but... Like usually, if if a fire is hot enough to turn someone into a pile of ash, everything else burnt down around them. Fair enough, I suppose. It was a hot fire. Oh, not like it one was, of them cold fires. Yeah, shut up. It was spontaneous human combustion. Yeah. See, Troy knows. And the coroner guy's like, "Look, if I were you, I would just not even worry about it because don't even trip, dog. Anybody who worried about it the last time ended up crazy or dead or a combination of those two things." 
Crazy yeah. dead. Dead crazy. Nothing Cred can stop Daisy. Them. They're all the way up. And uh, they load the corpses into the corpse <laughs> van. Load. And Gabriel shows up and sets the corpse van on fire. Yep. That sounds pretty brutal. Corpse van on fire would be a great metal band name. Or at least a good album title. True. Yeah. Yeah, set the corpse van on fire. That's the next Danzig album. And uh, Danzig put out an Elvis album. Yeah, that's true. It is true. Because that's what the world needed. I guess so. I had some time to kill while filming Veronica, so. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Flashdance decides to hunt down the monastery where Ashman is. Yep. And she meets up with Father Martok. Yeah. And he gives her the uh, exposition dump that she needs. Dump. End up. And a Bible or journal or something. Yeah. And he tells her the story about how uh, Casey Jones was convinced that there was some kind of angel fight. And because the voice was telling him, you know, angel fight. Here's going to be the defining factor now since you stopped the original thing. Is the Nephilim. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what when an angel makes a baby with a people. Mm-hmm. People baby. It's the half-elf baby. Yeah. And she realizes that she is mother of said Nephilim. Yes. So she, uh, she heads back home where her abuela is not doing well. No, because Gabriel found out where she lived. Thanks it's because she was dead. Yeah. That's true. Yes. And he's like just perched on like the dresser in the room in the dark, like a creepy motherfucker. Hanging out. Yep. And he's like, hey, hey, I know what's going on. You got the Nephilim in you. I'm going to go ahead and just uh, take care of this problem real quick. So if you hold still, it'll go quicker. Yeah. And then but she does not hold still. No. And then he demanded more cowbell. And then uh, Daniel shows up to save the day. And gets impaled on a bedpost for his troubles. Yeah. But she runs off into the night. She pulled through. But she doesn't get far because Gabriel and Izzy. Oh, Ty West. Gabriel and Ty West. And they start chasing her through alleyways. She runs really fast. Yeah, she has incredible lateral acceleration. <laughs> she, she has like a, a, a two, three, forty. Yeah, and they uh they are just tearing shit up in this car. They run through a fence and a shed. She continually and, outruns them, and she has to like grab like some barbed wire on top of a privacy fence in order to get out of the way at one point. I like that she looked like she was surprised that it hurt. (laughs) And is this when uh, Ty West runs the car into a wall (laughs) after putting on her seatbelt? For the second time. Gabriel doesn't understand how seatbelts work. 
And so she hits the wall and he goes through the window or wind the front windshield. The windscreen. Did you say it was from the window to the wall? Yes, he went from the window to the wall. Did the sweat drip down his balls? See, I Most likely. I wasn't going to set him up for it, so <laughs> I knew where he was going. Oh, I knew where he was, too, so that's why I just ran with it. Oh, skeet, um, skeet, motherfucker. And then uh, Ty West is like, uh, run? <laughs> yeah, I'd get the fuck out of here if I were you. Yeah. <laughs> so she uh, she takes off. Daniel catches back up with her, and they go to a church. Because Gabriel won't kill her in a church. Yeah, because Highlander rules. Yes. And, and then, uh, uh Oh, yeah, then uh, Ty West gets picked up by the police for having a car accident in which someone died by going through the windshield to the wall. Well, she doesn't get picked up by the cops. Oh, skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Oh, not for that, no, because that's not what it is. They go to the restaurant. Yeah. And uh, Christopher Walken takes a cop out with the shush so he can get a police radio and a handgun like you do. Yeah, and then he's like, it just hands, he just like puts them on the table. He's like, what do you do with these? <laughs> well, he did find out that you can use radios to talk to people. Yeah, he's learning. Like, like a walkie-talkie what? It's for walking and talking? That's why they call it that. I call them walking-talking. <laughs> Where's my walking-talkings? I need but my walking-talkings. He does take his dog for a walkie, though, so it's weird. They go for walkies. And, uh... Ty, Ty West does try to shoot herself in the chest with the gun. Yeah, because like, hey, how do you use this? And she's like, oh, you, you do this. And she just picks it up, points the barrel at her chest, and pulls the trigger. <laughs> and she's like, oh, damn, that didn't work. She was all right, though. She pulled through. And then the guy who runs the restaurant starts going for the phone because people are just shooting themselves in the chest in his restaurant. <laughs> yeah, a reasonable response. And Christopher Walken is just like, nope, nope, nope. Don't worry about it. Everything's cool here, bro. Yeah. We're all fine here. We're all fine down here. How are you? And uh, so back at the church, Daniel has decided to show what's really going on because she doesn't believe him. Because yeah. he's all like, nah, you know, angels and stuff. And this See is- him, Wangs? Wang. MR ducks. MR. And he tries to tell her she, she's got the Nephilim, which is going to make the good team win. And she's like, yeah, I ain't buying what you're selling. And he's like, well, check out my sick-ass wings. And, and then she kind of like, oh, shit, angels are fucking real. <laughs> I am buying what you were selling. <laughs> and uh, Gabriel finds him because he triggered the alarm Daniel did. Yeah, because uh, she tells Daniel that she left uh, Thomas's notes in her car at her house. And so Daniel goes off to get them because they have, you know, as Gabriel later says, they're tomorrow's newspaper. Yeah. Like, they they tell what's going to happen. So that's a tactical advantage that they don't want to lose. So Daniel, I guess Daniel flew her to the church and that's why he didn't trigger the, the silent alarm bringing her into the church. Yeah, I wasn't but sure. That was my my head cannon, at least. Uh, but then he leaves to the front door and triggers a silent alarm. Yeah. So thanks to the police radio, Team Bad Angel knows what's going on. So they head to the church, where he leaves Ty West outside with a gun. 
to stand guard? Yeah. He enters the church to try to get her to come out. As he's trying to convince Flashdance to come out, uh, like, eight cop cars show up. Yeah. Guns drawn, you know, because Ty West is sitting out front with a gun. Yes. Not and, not brandishing it, just literally just sitting there, like, with a gun. Yeah, just hanging out with a gun. The gun is her yeah. friend. Yeah. You don't take your gun for walkies? Hang walkies. They're just hanging out. And uh, Gabriel comes out to see what all the hubbub is. Well, he drags Flash well, yeah. out because he doesn't want to kill her in the church. Yeah, because Highlander rules. Yes. And the cops don't take too kindly to that. And he's like, what? What's the big deal? And then Ty West is like, here, here, Gabriel, you should hold this gun. It'll make you more convincing. <laughs> yeah, they'll listen if you have this. That's how people work. <laughs> People do and then he like, and then he like just casually pans it across the cops, and they apparently don't like having guns pointed at them. Yeah, boy, it, they sure don't. <laughs> and so they shoot him many times. Yeah, that's what they do. And then they take uh, Ty West into custody and take her back to the station for questioning. Mm-hmm. And they're like, who is your friend? And he, she's like, the angel of death. <laughs> Why yeah. do you absorb so many bullets? And then the cops and the sheriff's dad is like, we're going to need more coffee. This is going to be a long night. <laughs> yeah. A sheriff of a thousand corpses. And uh, Gabriel, he's in the, the coroner's room. But he got better. Yeah. Because angels can't die from lead poisoning. Yeah. And the cop is like, uh, so what's going on? She's like, oh, yeah, he's going to, you know, wipe out humanity. That's he, what he does. And he's like, what? He's like, just ask him. And then he walks what? in. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty good. Yeah. And then he, uh, and then he shushes him. Yep. <laughs> and then tells Ty West that loose lips sink ships. Yeah. Because... <laughs> He only knows pop cultural references from the fucking World War II era. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they now are in possession of the journal. Yes. And he figures out where they're going to be because the journal talks about Eden. Correct. Which, Which is where Daniel has taken uh, Flashdance. Yeah. Eden is a bunch of refineries. Yeah, because that's what men have made of it. Yeah. And not just like a refinery. It is like a, a crazy 112 refinery complex. Refinery complex. Like, it kind of looks like uh, L.A. from Blade Runner crossed with the the refineries from Blade Runner 2099 or whatever that movie was. Yeah, it's like they had one refinery and they just coffee pasted it over and over. <laughs> well, that's what they did in uh, Lord of the Rings for, you know, Helm's Deep. They said one orc that they copy and pasted a bunch of times. And uh, so Daniel and uh, the lady show up and they're let in because Michael's there and he's the boss angel. Yes. Yeah, Michael's the one that said, hey, you need to go make a Nephilim. Yeah. So they go to talk to Michael, and he wants to speak to her alone. 
I think you mean Julia Roberts' cousin, Michael. Yeah. And uh, he's he's like, hey, look, here's the deal. You got the Nephilim. We need the Nephilim. Nephilim? Nephilim. 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 I, hell, I don't know. Yes, the Nephilim. Nephilim. <laughs> Nephilim. <laughs> the Nephilim. You got the Nephilim. <laughs> and then... <sighs> Yeah, that's the one. And that's how everything's going to be cool again, see? It does sound pretty yeah. cool. All the power of an angel with the free will of a human. Yeah, it's the best of both worlds. Which is the best track. Yes. We, we at least can agree on that much. <laughs> and uh, Gabriel shows up at the refinery. He's like, hey, man, what's up? I ain't seen you in a while. Let me, uh, let me in. I want to talk to the big guy. But while he's doing that, Ty West sees an apple hanging from a tree, and she starts reaching for it. And he's like, "Don't do that." Yeah, which is pretty, pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, because if you're gonna funny. have eaten in your movie, you have to throw in an, a, a woman eating an apple gag at some yeah. point. It was pretty good. So he heads in to talk to Michael, and uh, they don't see eye to eye. Go figure. After millennia of doing this, yeah. But is that when they're talking on the uh, the catwalk with the railing with all the melted candles on it? The catwalk? Yeah. yeah. Chris does his little turns on the catwalk. He's too sexy for this podcast. I've often thought that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll give you that one. <laughs> That's why we don't do a video podcast, folks. It's true. It'd have to be NSFW, dog. It wouldn't be fair to everybody Chris's else watching. Chris's face isn't yep. safe for work. Ha <laughs> <laughs> That's why they make him work from home now. Yeah. I'm the only one not allowed to video chat. Face. It has nothing to do with the coronavirus. It's true. Or maybe the coronavirus was just a giant hoax to get Chris to not show up at work anymore. Yeah, the liberals were all about it. <laughs> it's on account of his bad face. Yikes. Yep. Well, I mean, you no, get kicked in the head. Not his bad face, his incredibly sexy face. Yeah. It's a bad one, though. It's a side effect of the donkey kicks. <laughs> yeah, they just smash it into a sexy shape. What isn't a side effect of the donkey kicks? <laughs> That's fair they, enough. They smash his face symmetrical. Yeah. You have a problem, bud. Perfectly symmetrical. So, uh... Somehow or another, Ty West. I like that word. Well, somehow or another. Yeah. Well, Gabriel <laughs> Gabriel hands uh, Ty West a knife and says, "You know what to do. It, I'll let you. I'll basically, I'll let you die if you go do this." And she's like, "On it, boss." And so she just Ty, wants to die. Basically, Michael just kind of fucks off because he's like, "Well, I think." he's kind of putting this into Daniel's hands. Like Daniel has to make the decision to disobey Michael and defend flash dance because Michael says, don't interfere to Daniel. But Daniel's kind of like, well, she's one, she's carrying my child and two, uh, I love her. So how about I don't listen to you and I try to stop Gabriel from killing her. And so Gabriel goes, Angel, uh, angel, or sorry, on hell, uh, on hell with uh, with Daniel, 
and uh, sends Ty West off to kill Flashdance with a with an angel stabbing knife. Yeah, but Flashdance has a uh, runoff, and Ty West has a different plan in mind, though. Yeah. Was she and uh, so? So Ty West pulls an elf. Yep. And and puts on uh, Flashdance's jacket and hat, and then convinces the the New York Park Rangers or the Central Park Rangers that uh, she's actually Santa Claus, and Gabriel ends up killing her instead after Gabriel dispatches Daniel. Yeah. And so uh, now we're down to Gabriel and Flashdance. And Flash yep. And Flashdance apparently now hears the word. Yeah. And uh, was the word bird? No. no. The word is not bird. She asked Gabriel how long it's been since he's heard God speak to him. And Gabriel's like, oh, no, like it's been a long time since he's spoken to me. And she's like, well, he never stopped speaking. You stopped listening. <laughs> yeah. But I hear him, and Gabriel's like, "Well, what does he what does he say?" Cause, you know, and she's like, "Jump!" And yeah. they they hug and then jump off of the like hangy elevator thing that they're on. I don't even know what the fucking thing they're on is. Sort of dramatically appropriate scaffolding. <laughs> yep. And uh, Gabriel ends up getting impaled on a piece of rebar, but that just misses her. Yeah convenient and uh michael just happens to, sh even. to show back up and he uh takes away gabriel's angel status because i guess he can do that turns out well god probably gave him the power to do that fair enough since you know god said jump jump yeah i'm trying to work more crisscross lyrics into that but i can't Je jehovah gonna make you jump crisscross will make you <laughs> That's all I know. And uh, so he turns Gabriel back into people, which you would think would just kill him since he is impaled. <laughs> yeah, I had that same thought. I was like, you basically just killed that guy, right? Because he's a people now, and I'm I'm not a doctor in this country. <laughs> he don't even play. He doesn't even play one on television. Because his face is too sexy. Yeah. He plays doctor with himself, but that's a completely different situation. Hey, I'm recognized as a doctor <laughs> in certain countries that aren't this one. Yeah. And even one that has a population greater than 400,000. He's a doctor in the former Ukraine. And uh, so Michael's talking to Flashdance. Hell, I don't know my geography. <laughs> I'm just making stuff up. I hadn't noticed. Shut up. <laughs> And Michael and Flashdance are having a talk, and Flashdance is like, look, I know what the score is. You want the ne neck phlegm, <laughs> but it's my neck phlegm, and I'm going to keep it. Neck phlegm. And, you know, maybe one day my, my kid will go to school and never come back, or go underwater and never come back. Like, in, like isn't that the Dive into a lake and just never come back up. Yeah. And then like y'all, we call that drowning. Yeah. Which, I mean, I get the, like, your kid goes to school and never comes back. Oh, kid was probably abducted by someone. But they're like, yes. I hope he drowns. 
<laughs> but she's going to take her chances raising her kid and not taking part in the angel war. Right. Because she wants her kid to remain a kid as long as possible. Yeah. And uh, Michael's just like, okay. I, I mean. Yeah. Know. I mean, he's like, what's he going to do? Yeah. And then we take her up to heaven. We cut the He's five not gonna stay years. down here on Earth. Yeah, five years later, the movie tells us. Yes, her kid is getting on the bus, and uh, we pan over to a homeless guy, who turns out is Gabriel, and he's got a trumpet, which is pretty good. Yep. And uh, he's jabbering about getting the phone call because one day and, and the. And the storm's coming or whatever. Yeah. Bum, and that, I mean, that's pretty much it. Well, there's also like a face formed in the clouds when the lightning flashes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the end. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So hot, Lanta. What? what are your feelings on one of the two prophecy movies oh, out sorry. of sequence? Uh, I liked it. I enjoyed the prophecy. Two. Uh, two. I'm so sorry. Two. I enjoyed the prophecy. Two. I'm going to watch prophecy one between now and next Sunday. Uh, no, it was fun to watch. Christopher Walken was great. Flash dance. It's always fun to see dancing in a movie. Uh, yeah, no, I liked it. You should watch the prophecy. And from what I've heard, the first four are okay. That's not what uh, you heard. No, that's, that's what maybe, you guys said, maybe right? Maybe you heard that from oh, someone. Although that was the Star Trek movies. That was a different conversation. I'm so sorry. The Star yes. Trek prophecy, it's really the same. Yeah, the Star Trek yeah. prophecy. Whatever. I don't fucking know. Chris, what do you think about the movie? <laughs> well, it has little to do with Star Trek. Shut up. I know. Uh, this is okay. I mean, it's the first one is definitely a better movie overall. Like, I'll... Christopher Walken steals the show in this. I mean, from this point on, at least on the first three of them, this is a vehicle for Christopher Walken to be Christopher Walken. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, this definitely feels like they made the first movie. It made more money than they thought. They kind of wrote themselves into a corner, so they had to scramble to figure out how to get Christopher Walken back into it and keep the story kind of going forward. Not as tight narratively. It, uh... I mean, kind of the same stuff about the first one. If you're into the whole angle of the angel fight and all that stuff, if that's interesting, you probably like this one. If you've seen the first one. You should probably see the first one first, but I don't know. Hotlanta did it. And don't fucking judge me. He seems to like it. Fuck you up. Uh, no, I did like it. It was a good movie. I'm so sorry about my outburst. But yeah. I think the first one's better. How frightful. But this one is totally okay. And a fine follow-up to the first one, even if it's not as good. I say give it a go if you like the first one. If you didn't like the first one, this one's probably not going to do anything for you. What do you say, Troy? Uh, I also like the prophecy too, too. Blah. Or, or I, or I too like the prophecy too. I too like the prophecy uh, too as well. 
Yes. I too like um, Frosty 2-2. Two two. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you can tell they didn't have as much money for the for this one as the first one. Like, it looks, it's shot like it's an episode of Highlander, the series. Which, you know, it's fine. I like Highlander, the series. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think they just said, hey... Yeah, I was watching like Nightmare on Elm Street Four, The Dream Master, That's and they brought the back dog piece fire. <laughs> they brought back, yeah, they brought back uh, Freddy by having a dog piss fire. Maybe we could do something like that for Gabriel. And they're like, well, okay, but how about we have Lucifer and the dog doesn't piss fire? And they're like, yeah, okay, fine, we can do that. That's cheaper. What about the crows? I mean, I mean, how much? They, what do you feed a dog to make it piss fire anyway? I mean, kerosene. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, I I recommended these movies already to the group, so I recommend them to our listeners as well. Definitely, uh, if you like the first one, I think you'll like this one well enough. It's it's probably the weakest of the first three, but I mean, it's it's it it's the middle movie. The middle movie is usually the weakest in a trilogy, unless you know it's Star Wars. Um, but no, I think people should watch it. I don't think I have much more to add to it than that. It's fun to see like the corridor come back though. Cause it's nice to have someone who just knows what's going on instead of having to like have another fucking research montage every time that they make a movie. So that's good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I don't think I have much more to add. What are we watching next week, Chris? We're watching the prophecy three. As suggested by me, Troy. That's me. That's a me. So hot, Lana. Physical contact strike. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Chris doesn't like to be touched. Yuri, you can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us directly at slaughterhousepriestesspodcast at gmail dot com. You can see the whole fucking thing at slaughterhouseprincess dot com. We're also on Twitter, Reddit, YouTube. Google something or other. Patreon store and Discord slaughterhouseprincess.com? Yeah, see, I know what I'm talking about. Um, some other stuff. iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, all of it. The internet. Great. The internet. I think the whole fucking thing. <laughs> You need to make a page, Chris, called the whole fucking thing on slaughterhouseprincess.com. The whole fucking thing.com. Well, no, that's just it, though. Slaughterhouseprincess.com is the whole fucking thing. It, it is the nerve center of our, uh, of our operation. That's a politer way to put it, yes, but. So come back next time for the Prophecy 3. Where Chris will have more physical contact strikes. And while other podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. The creepy traveler guy was Kevin Spacey.